Childhood PTSD is, in its essence, an injury to our ability to connect with other people. Abuse and neglect early in our lives literally change our brains, and neglect in particular can physically restrict the normal processes that enable us to identify good, appropriate people to bring into our lives and to gradually open ourselves up to them and develop close and trusting relationships. This, to me, is the most tragic part of childhood PTSD. To be capable of love, but not to be able to sustain a normal, loving relationship is a devastating price to pay for what happened. But the great news is we can totally, totally make progress in this area if we are intentional about it. If we just kind of leave it to chance and hope we'll figure out love later in our lives, or maybe when the right person comes along, we're not likely to improve. And in fact, if you look around the people you know, you'll see a lot of older people who have actually deteriorated from being able to be close to others. If we don't work on this, we risk getting more and more cranky and isolated and hard on other people. And that's the tragedy. To me, the goal of life is to learn, to really learn to love other people. And it turns out that having and growing our connections with others is one of the most powerful ways we can heal our own PTSD. There's a large body of research emerging that shows that loving relationships actually help us heal our telomeres, the little caps on the strands of DNA that protect us from disease and slow down our aging. Love and connection are important for everyone and especially for us who have so much catching up to do. Now, most people with PTSD have been hurt in this ability to connect. And if that's you too, then you're likely to struggle with relationships in proportion to the amount of time you spend in dysregulation. Dysregulation breaks connections. Re-regulation puts us in a place where we can begin to repair connections. As people whose ability to connect may be a bit wonky, we can definitely take steps to gradually heal this. And it doesn't always come naturally. Sometimes we have to be very intentional about it and work on it and take steps that are the opposite of the first impulse that comes to mind when we find ourselves struggling. Now, loneliness and feeling disconnection are universal experiences for everyone, at least a little bit, but for us, it can take kind of take over our lives. And this has everything to do with dysregulation which makes connection very difficult, and re-regulation, which makes change in this part of ourselves possible. So we wanna strike a balance, a healthy balance between solitude, which is the ability to tolerate and even enjoy our alone time, and connection with others. Because people with childhood PTSD tend to do a lot of things in extreme ways, and this is one of them. We isolate or live in deathly fear that people will leave us. We cling or we run away and we might go one way with friends and the other way with significant others. But these extremes rob us of much of the good we're meant to have through our relationships with the people in our lives. Obviously, this is a huge topic and I may make a whole course on it later this year. But for right now, here are some important things to remember in order, at the very least, to grow more regulated. So first, don't let yourself get too lonely. Every problem of your character will grow worse when you're in isolation. People who have cut everyone out of their lives seldom realize how weird they've become. Their rationale for avoiding everyone sounds plausible to them, but to the rest of us, it's just sad. It is a wish virtually everyone has when they know they're reaching the end of their lives. They'll say they wish they had given even more of their time and attention 
to loving relationships. So how can we grow closer to love in a realistic and gradual way that can be sustained? So not letting ourselves get too lonely is how we can grow closer to love in a realistic and gradual way that can be sustained. Loneliness taken to the extreme, and by that I mean we've convinced ourselves that we like the loneliness and we found ways to numb out the nagging worry and sadness about it. This kind of loneliness and pretending corrupts us in the end. And when we're lonely in life, it should feel lonely. The feeling of loneliness is a gift that nudges us to reach out and connect, to keep on trying, to keep getting out of the house when it's tempting to hide out there. So another suggestion is to make yourself connect with people face to face every day. Get out of the house, leave your normal space and find a way to walk down the street and interact with the world. Also, become a great listener. When you're with someone, you actually don't have to talk about yourself half the time or even at all. If you can learn to give your full attention to the person who's with you and to really listen to them without jumping in with your own story or debating the legitimacy of what they're saying or any digressions at all, the connection between the two of you will get stronger. I mean, right in that moment, you will begin to feel closer. And real closeness will soften any impulses you have to cling to the other person or escape from them or try to control who they are. Now, some people go to the opposite extreme and they pour their whole identity into another person as if this is an extension of themselves. Now, not living in the center of your being carries huge risks because your own strengths are not being revealed and your own problems are not being exposed, which would cause you and your circumstances to evolve. Some people cling to relationships or they get obsessed or promiscuous. And this is every bit as deadening for their souls as having no one. In fact, it's probably worse. Nothing can derail your life so dramatically as sexual relationships with people who don't care about you. For women in particular, sex bonds us to others, whether we love them or even like them. I know there are exceptions to this rule, but I would not really hold up sex with no strings as anything you would want to try in order to become happier or better regulated. Romantic and sexual drama can dysregulate you as surely as violence can. Other people may be able to have casual sex, but for those struggling to regulate, I don't recommend it. Trusting intimate relationships take time. So if you're hooking up with people or getting together with them in a rush or impulsively in the name of having fun, or just to fill your weekend nights until the right person comes along, you're in for a world of struggle. This topic is gonna to be my next course, and I have a lot to say about losing one's way along the path to love and finding it again. But some quick tips for now, while you're really working on your childhood PTSD include, notice the relationship between dysregulation and relationship status. Are you more or less regulated when you're with someone? Generally speaking, a conflict-filled relationship will create more dysregulation than being alone, and a harmonious relationship will lead to less dysregulation. An unstable relationship where you're in fear about getting left all the time will lead to more dysregulation, and a secure relationship will lead to less dysregulation. So harmonious, secure relationships are a positive path forward and something to strive for. And the trick of that is 
Being in a high drama, abusive, or unstable relationship does not work to bide our time until the right person comes. These negative relationships actually take us way off that path. The right person will never find us. Or if they do, our manner, our energy, the way we engage with others will be ragged from the days or years of difficulty we've had. So sometimes the shortest path to true love is found by being single for a while. So if you're single or whatever is going on in your love life and you experience a lot of loneliness, a very good and re-regulating thing you can do is to participate. Participate in your neighborhood, in your work life, in 12-step groups, in family get-togethers where you can be supportive of others. Practice love by being loving to others in little ways. If you're having trouble getting that started, here's a first step. Each day, find two people you can talk to in the line at the store or out on the sidewalk or on the phone and contact them just to express something positive and supportive for them. Don't talk about yourself in this conversation. Just show up for the other person. I guarantee you, if you do this twice a day, things will shift and you'll grow in your capacity to love, which can't help but lead to more connection. And in time, you'll find that that love is shining right back at you. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my content, think about joining my membership program. You can find out more information about that and all my courses and coaching programs at crappychildhoodfairy.com. Remember, healing is possible. People with childhood PTSD can have a wonderful life. Sometimes we just need a few workarounds. I'll see you next time.